0: Welcome to this edition of River City Hardball. I'm your host, Andrew Gibson. Our pleasure right now to be joined by the head coach of the Clay Blue Devils baseball team, Josh Persinger, is with us right now. And, Coach, let's first start with this walk-off charities tournament. Uh, How did you guys hear about it, and uh, what's this experience been like your first time?
1: Uh, Well, I I knew that they started this last year, I believe, um, and uh, a couple of my good friends were in it and they uh coach stanton told me all about it and just the story behind it and and, then everything that you guys do and they do or i'm sorry i guess they do for um the kids i know they um they have the uh the camps and the clinics for the young kids uh i think it's awesome to be part of it
0: yeah yeah it is and and there's uh so many things that happen at those clinics where it's like you know kids catching a ball for the first time you know the a lot of the stories are you you kids get a glove for the first time and i guess we take for granted sometimes you know those kind of moments. Right.
1: Right. And you know, the, to hear that they give every kid a glove, you know, like you said, I mean, you probably still got two or three gloves around you, in your garage somewhere, you know, you don't think much of it, but it kind of kind of sit back and realize how lucky we have it like, when you hear some of those stories. So it's, it's awesome to, uh, to be part of something that gives back.
0: Hey coach, let's talk about your team, uh, thoughts, uh, early thoughts. Uh, I know this is a preseason tournament, but, uh, the regular season is right around the corner. What are your thoughts on your team this year?
1: So pretty much any other year you asked me that, I could have probably told you exactly, hey, this is where I think we're going to finish. This is, I, You know, this is where I think. Um, this is the first year uh, as a head coach where, uh, I don't know, um, you know, we, we always talk about we, we've got a ton of potential, but uh, all that really means is you haven't done anything yet. So um, in the past two years, we've graduated eight or nine seniors. So we have some good young talent. We've got some good senior leadership, but um, a lot of question marks uh Kind of an experience only two or three guys that really didn't need varsity time last year um that being said i love this group um they're they're young they got fire they got fight um this team is one of those teams where i feel like you know they're, they're going to do the things that that i really want you know when, when i think of clay high baseball i think of you know gritty guys that that just work hard and you know they get after they may not be the the, the uh the most talented but you know hopefully will be the toughest and the, the hardest working so I'm excited to see. You know, I'm kind of. They worked hard in the off season. They've got a lot bigger, a lot stronger. So, um, I think we'll go some some early growing pains. Uh, we saw that in our first game. Um, we had five errors on the left side of the uh, uh, infield. Both sophomores. You know, those uh, last year they were playing JV, and now they're, um, you know, in, 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 a, in a preseason tournament. So, um, I think they'll settle down, and I'm excited to see what happens.
0: Coach, give us a few standouts, uh a few names, uh, from your team this year, maybe guys that are uh elevating to a different level this year, hopefully.
1: Yep. So um in the three hole we're gonna have Garrett Chun. He uh he's going to play at Saint John's River uh State College, which I'm sure you're aware is one of the, you know, premier junior colleges in the country. Um and, and the best thing about him is, you know, they they usually are going after the um you know, the the guys that just missed D one. You know, maybe there's there's something that's just missing, but they're they're six foot, they hit the ball a mile and, and Garrett's a little guy, you know, um, his whole life, people have told him that, you know, uh, oh, you're not going to make, it. you're not going to make it. And you know, he's kind of proved them wrong. Um, he, he's, when you think of a baseball player, he's everything. He's got that natural instinct, um, sweet swing, um, tough out when he gets on the bases, um, he, he's a threat. Um, and again, not the fastest guy. Um, so he, he's he's going to kind of lead our offense. Um, and then the four hole, we've got Chase Holman. He's our catcher. He's a senior. Um, he he's been a starter for four years. Um, he he came up with some big hits two years ago when we went to the uh, the final four. He's a he's a gritty guy. Um, he's a competitor. Um, tough out. Um, you know, he just he really gets after it. And then, like I said, we got we got some young guys. Um, we have a sophomore who he's been offered by UNF um, of, of recent. He uh, he touched ninety in the uh, in the off season, so he's um, he's got a chance to be pretty special. Um, I've had the privilege of coaching guys like um, Dane Dunny and Kyle Bird and, and Andy Tolkien. and uh, you know at the same age, he he reminds me of those guys. Um, doesn't mean he'll ultimately get there. Hopefully, he does. But um, right now, he's you know comparable to those guys, you know, when they were the same age.
0: How many of your guys are committed? I know one guy you said there was uh, St. John's River Community College. Howie yep. Kendrick went there, I believe, right?
1: Yep. Yes, sir, he did. Yep. Yeah. Um, so committed. Um, for the seniors right now, we've got Garrett and um, Chase. Um, Caleb Parks, um, he's a he's a, a soft lefty. Um, come in, uh, you know, we, we put him in a lot of times after a, a hard thrower and just um, – you know, I think that's the most underrated thing in baseball is that soft lefty. Um, he's got two offers. He hasn't made a decision yet uh, from Thomas University and um, Illinois Tech. And then some of the younger guys, um, uh, Brandon has a offer from uh, UNF, like I said. And then Logan Wilson, uh, he's another guy that he came up for me last year. Um, I think he's going to be special. He's a third-base pitcher. Um, he's got offered from TCC actually um, Wednesday after the first game, uh, which is a little early for a junior college, but I know they really like him, and um, you know there's some ties there. So, um, and then there's several others who some colleges are interested in, them but haven't you know pulled the trigger or anything like that just yet.
0: Coach, uh, you, looks like you guys are going to get to play uh, against Nice. Uh, what do you see from this team in in this tournament so far?
1: Yeah, I'm excited. We actually um we used to host a tournament uh the preseason and we always end up matching with them and um the last couple of years it's been like a three two ball game, one to nothing ball game. I think our our overall record against each other is probably about five hundred. Um, Klauserman's a, a good friend of mine. We competed, um, you know, coached against each other when he was at Fleming. So it's a it's a good rivalry. Um I'm really excited we're playing them. You know, both the teams we had an opportunity to play, Fletcher and Nees were you know, amazing teams, talented teams. So we're excited to be, have a chance to play either of them. But um, I, think, I think Nice is, is going to be the real deal this year. So, you know, what, what, better, what better way to see, see where you're at as a team and play a team like that? You know, I think he's got some, some big commits and some, some big arms. So we're, we're excited. We know we're up for a battle. But like I said, that's, that's what you want to see early in the season.
0: Coach, if I've got this right, according to Max Preps, you guys finished out against Ridgeview last year uh, in the semifinal. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yep. And you're, aren't you, pretty close with John over there?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. John and I, uh, I actually coached him. Um, I was a young coach at the time. He was uh, my younger brother's age, so I've known John. Um, uh, I think my dad coached him a couple years when they were, you know, little league and stuff like that. So I've probably known John since he was about eight or nine. Um, during the season, he actually calls me in the morning on the way to work, two or three times a week, and you know we do, uh, we talk. Um, you know, so it's a, That's it's cool. a friendly rivalry, uh, but but it heated, you know, on the field. Uh, I promise you, he loves beating me, and, and it goes both ways. But, um, yeah, uh, it, it, tough, tough game. Uh, extra innings. Um, so our, our boys fought hard, but uh, he came out on top that day.
0: Yeah, yeah, it looks like I saw that 11th inning. Uh, what happened in that game? Uh,
1: you know, so I, I told the boys the entire year. Um, we Going up to that point, we were actually in the playoffs seven years in a row. Um, you know, and our, our kind of little battle cry has always been, play in May, play in May. Um, you know, and, and I told them each year it gets a little more difficult because there's, you know, the seventh year, the eighth year, there's always that more pressure. Um, you know, so, um, came, they came out early. Um, I think they got a couple of runs in the first inning. We battled back. Um, you know, it was just back and forth, back and forth. I, I remember exactly how it unfolded. Uh, Gavin Curry beat a guy on 0 O two curveball. He rolled it over to third base. Guy was playing back. Didn't make the play. Um, they moved the guys over. Um, and then ultimately score. Uh, we had an opportunity um, to score as well uh, a few times. Um, two out uh, single to the outfield and try to score from second, and uh, the right fielder threw us out. So it was, you know, it was back and forth. We had opportunities, they had opportunities, and you know, ultimately uh, they got one across, and we didn't.
0: How do you look at this schedule this year for you guys upcoming? I don't know. You know, uh,
1: that, that's always the plan. Um, I, I like. You know, it's new this year with the max preps um, and the FHSA rankings. So right. um, schedule schedule a little bit different. Um, last year I would play everyone that I could possibly play who, you know, the Bulls, the Bishop Kinneys, the you know, all of them early. Um, and then I tried to play my district games late and, and you know, kinda of goal that was, you know, kinda of get hot towards the end. Um, this year we spread it out a little bit different. Um, you know, I, I what I tell my guys is, you know, it's a twenty-five game, um, twenty-five game uh, season. So the, there's going to be five games where the other team's pitcher gives up four in the first, and and you got a real good shot at that winning. There's going to be five games where we give up four in the first, and we're probably not winning that one. You know, so everyone's you know five and five. The big thing with our team is, what are we going to do those other fifteen runs? You know, we're gonna we're gonna have to win those one-run ball games. You know, you want to be on top of those. So um, I think. I think we got a shot. Uh, we got a tough district. I've, I've looked at the region. Um, so I think, you know, I always think we got a shot. You know, we're playing the Yankees. I think we got a shot. We'll find a way.
0: Yeah, right. Hey, uh, last question I've asked each coach uh, that's been in this tournament, this question that I've talked to this week, because I'm interested in what baseball guys think about this too. Um, what's your opinion on the Astros stuff?
1: Uh, it's tough, you know. Um, obviously, you know, We've, I think as coaches, we pride ourselves on, you know, making good young men. So doing the right thing is important. And, you know, we have to, you know, hopefully, you know, if, if we were in that situation, we would we would think about those things there. Um, I think sometimes winning gets the best of you. Um, I think that there's there's sign stealing in, in sports, you know, but, you know, it's kind of part of the game, you know, picking up and that. But I think they took it to the wrong level. You know, uh, obviously there's a difference between picking up um, tendencies of uh, – a third base coach or something like that um, and obviously using video to, uh, you know, to steal signs. Um, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what the repercussions should have been or, or are, you know, as far as, you know, should they all be banned or anything like that? Uh, I think any way you spin it, it's bad for baseball, um, you know, from, from a baseball standpoint and, you know, and again, do the right thing that they obviously weren't doing the right thing. Um, hopefully, You know, they truly learn from it, and um, you know, I'm I'm a believer in second chances. Um, Sometimes you get caught up in something, and you know, hopefully, they know they were they were wrong, and you know, move on.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's a mess. That's for sure. No doubt about that. And you know,
1: and my you know, the other thing is, um, obviously, technology is, is is the way of the world now. Um, what I hope is it doesn't come out where, you know this team was doing and that team was doing it, you know, kind of like the steroids where like one got popped and then you realize they were, it was, you know, the whole, everybody in baseball was doing it. So, you know, I'm hoping it was kind of a, you know, one team, one, you know, and, you know, squash it now versus, you know, you come to find out that everyone's got something they're doing, um, you know, just, just gets ugly when that stuff happens.
0: Yeah, it's 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 weird because people were like, "Man, how did the Astros get so good so fast?" You know what I mean? Cause right. You're, just a couple of years ago, they were like the worst team in baseball, but they they right. did draft pretty well. Bregman and Correa and those guys are well, pretty good players. But
1: well, and it, you know, it discounts everything they were doing because I was reading uh, something a couple of years back, and they were talking about how, you know the. the I don't, it wasn't money bothered. It was something similar along those, like, you know, they, they developed this plan and then they developed these guys. And it was almost like the fast track to the, to the world series. Uh, Well, now anything that they did good in, and and that stuff might've really worked, but anything that they did good now is tainted because regardless, nope, it was because of the, you know, the technology. So anything that they implemented, you know, that was actually good for the game and all that is all kind of, you know, like I said, tainted because of the negative that they did.
0: Yeah, and I'll be fascinated to see how it's handled. I mean, this season, that, I mean, look, they're getting ready to play 162, and if they get to the right. playoffs, it's more than that. So i would be interested right. to see how it's all, you know, the fans are going to be all over them. I'm sure they're going have to have to have increased security and all that kind of stuff.
1: Right, and, you know, and they said, like, I, I forget the guy's name, I forget the pitcher, but um, he got lit up in one of the games, and then, his you know, his baseball career is over. You know, that, that yeah. guy's life literally changed because, you know they they knew what he was throwing. Now, again, you don't know if his career was going to end or not. You know because of other games, but you know he he went out there like he wasn't doing his job and got fired basically. But they were cheating, so that's, yeah. You know it's, there's those personal stories too.
0: Hey, last one, is there, Um, I haven't asked anybody this yet, I just thought about this on the drive-in, is, is there a one player that you show your guys and say, hey, that's that's how you play, whether it be like a pitcher or uh, a batter or defender, is there anything like that for you?
1: Um, We talk about a lot of different guys.
0: Uh, okay.
1: And it's really dependent on, you know, I, a lot of times when I'm talking to a guy, I try to... Um, I try to find someone that, you know, that reminds me of them in a sense, you know, maybe whether it be swing tendencies or, you know, or hitting tendency or uh, pitching tendencies or something like that. But I mean, I think Mike Trout is kind of the, the go-to guy. We right. talk a lot about him, you know, because he is, you know, so good. You don't hear any negative about him. Um, he hustles. He plays the game the right way. He's big, he's strong. You know, he, you know, he's, and that's the thing. If he's anybody else, he's probably, as he's probably even bigger than what he is now, but he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't flaunt it, so to speak. Um, I'm all about, you know, let the game talk for yourself, you know, stay humble, don't flaunt it. Uh, you know, I always tell the guys, you know, when you're good, everybody else tells you're good. You're good. You know, no one goes around. Um, you know, or Jeter didn't go around telling people how great he was. Jordan didn't go around. Everyone else told you how great they were. So, you know, to me, Trout's kind of that guy right now in the game.
0: Yeah. And he's the best in the game right now. There's no question yep. about it. I, I grew up a Braves fan, and I'm I'm telling you, Acuna is, is he's skyrocketing. He's he's getting right. up there. He's he, it's unbelievable to watch him at such a young age.
1: Yep, yeah, I was a grew up an Orioles fan, so I was a big Ripken guy. Okay, because so, these guys don't even know who that is anymore. the <laughs> yeah. old guy that played a lot of games in a row.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure did the Iron Man. That's for sure. Yes, well, hey, sir. Hey, Coach, I appreciate a few minutes of your time, and we'll see you guys out there tomorrow. Okay. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. See you. Right now, it's our pleasure to be joined by the head coach of the Nice baseball program, Jeremiah Klosterman, as our guest right now. And Coach, let's begin with this walk-off charities tournament. What are your thoughts on this, Uh, really helping to try to grow the game of baseball in Jacksonville at the youth level?
2: Well, I, I um honestly this is our first year doing it and normally we've we've played uh with Josh over at uh, Clay with them and uh, he he brought up that uh they were offered this opportunity and uh, and 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 if we'd be interested in too. I know uh I kind of just first learned about it last year watching uh the some of the teams put the highlights up of getting a play on tv and i know the kids were uh real excited and uh you know i know scrum there over at uh ridgeview and and some so i follow them with some of their stuff so it was kind of neat to watch and everything and and anything we can do to to help you know grow grow the grow baseball in jacksonville i've, I've actually done a uh, a lot of my youth teams and tournaments uh that they've run out of san Susi, where the, this park basically uh the uh um, uh, Fletcher Morgan Field we've actually played over there a few times and and uh, to watch kind of how it's it's grown and, and the improvements they've made to it uh, using this these kind of these kind of things is 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 great to see and uh, anything we can do to just uh, to help the youth kind of uh, continue to grow with this and um, and help them uh uh, keep them on the baseball field and 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 out, uh, out of trouble and off the baseball field, if you know what I mean. So
0: yeah, no doubt about that. Um, let's talk about your team, coach. Uh, this uh, this team this year. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, this group.
2: Um, I'm excited. Um, you know, we're 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 coming off a, a rough year last year for us. I think we went like 11 and 14, but we were young, um, and we had a lot a lot of in the, the year, a lot of freshmen and sophomores uh, playing a lot of meaningful innings uh, this year. Um, we got. To you know, pretty high expectations. Uh, I've got uh, um, a few uh, college signees. That uh, you know, you get three D one college signees on your team, and and you don't get that very often. So, uh, with uh, we got two guys who, two pitchers who, who've uh, committed to Ju and signed, and uh, and uh, a shortstop, second baseman who's uh, signed uh, uh, committed to Clemson. And uh between, you know, just and we got a lot of other guys I think by the time they get done have an opportunity to play at the next level. Uh so uh with that kind of talent around them, uh we, we expect to, to be competitive. But when you're playing seven A, which is kinda of the the biggest one you got out there and, and the guys that we've got uh in our um in our district and region and everything, um you kind of—it seems like everybody's got about five or six horses, if you know what I mean. So you—you you, you better have a, a couple guys can go out there and match up with them. But we—I I like this group. You know, you never talent-wise, uh, where we're starting, um, I'm I'm excited. But you—you you, you know, the, the, the most talented teams aren't always the ones that that make the best runs for you. We're trying to see if they're going to if they're going to buy in and they're going to love each other and if they're going to you know come together. And and those are the teams that, that tend to to make runs at it and do well.
0: Coach, uh, share with us if you would uh some information a little bit about your guys that are committed. Uh two guys from JU going to JU and one to Clemson. Tell us about them.
2: Uh well, the um the first uh, commit we had who actually threw the other night, and he won't he won't uh won't be at the game this weekend. Uh he's uh <clears throat> Jack Carver. Uh he's uh National Honor Society and uh they kind of Normally the season starts a little later. It's about a week later, so he, you know, this is a commitment he made last year where they're kind of going on their uh, their their trip for everything and, the, and at the end of the school year last year. So he'll, he'll be in New York. He hits three-hole for us and has been uh, our number one. He's a lefty. Um, he's going to pitch at JU. Um, he's been uh, on the varsity pitching for us since his sophomore year. He's kind of been our go-to guy um, for a while now, and this year – uh, he, and he and he plays the outfield and helps us there too. He's always been the go-to guy at, at, uh, on the mound, uh, but this year he's he's really stepped it up at the plate. Um, you know, he's been uh, definitely one of the leaders uh, on the field and, and and off the field. You couldn't ask for a better kid. Like I said, National Honor Society uh, and and does all the all the little things you 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 would hope to represent your program. So we're really excited about him. I think J.U.'s is getting getting a great player there. Uh, the other Ju uh, commit, who uh, actually just committed here recently, is going to be the starting pitcher uh, this Saturday. His name's Chase Tonk. Um, he's a he's a junior. Jack's a senior this year, so uh, Chase has actually got two years with us this year, and next year, uh, and Chase is um, he's been up with us since uh, he he started for us last year, also. And and him and him and Carver have kind of been our. Are one two kind of guys, you know, and and I mean, uh, you could probably uh, Chase has pitched a lot of big games for us too, and uh, if um, <clears throat> uh, you, you better have two of them if you're going to be competitive with this stuff going through it, and uh, and so Chase has gotten done for us. We're we're excited. He's he's really uh, taking a next step here this year. I mean, you see when they come become juniors, you know, and and even into their senior year and stuff like this. You you, know, you you've been preaching to him, but it seems to start to sink, especially if the guys are going to make it. And he's kind of stepped his whole game, his whole work ethic uh, up to the next level. Uh, he'll he'll play shortstop for us a lot too, and um, uh, he was our starting shortstop last year, hitting in the four hole for us. Uh, so we're really excited what he's going to uh, bring to the table this year and, and and the steps he's he's made and growth he's made. Um, the third signing we have is uh, named his name is Gavin Abrams uh he's actually um just we we kind of one of those you uh you wake up and you, and you and you and you got a kid that moved in your area and you and you and you're thanking your blessings if you know what i mean he's uh he's from new jersey and um just just moved just moved down here right before school started and uh um you know he's actually you know fit right in with the guys he's a shortstop second baseman and uh we really have not decided actually Who's gonna live at shortstop? We got two really good ones between him and Chase, and um, uh, so both of them will be playing a little short and a little second. But uh, Gavin uh, is probably his natural pure hitter from the left side, as as I've coached in my heck how many years have I been doing this? About 15 to 20 years, uh, mm-hmm. and um, we're really excited about who he brings to the table. And like I said, when when he stepped in, sometimes you get those guys who who, you know, already committed, haven't been to program and, and how are they going? Are they going to come in and work, or do they feel like they've already, uh, um, you know, got to where they need to be? Well, he 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 works as hard or harder than anybody we've got. In fact, he's been kind of that leader who's, I think, that all the other guys have seen how he approaches a game, and it's caused them to, to step up their game, too. Um, so, we're real lucky to have all three of those guys. And like I said, I'm hoping I get to add a couple more to because there's a few other pretty good players in the lineup.
0: Coach, it sounds like a really good group you've got this year at Nice. Um, what are some strengths that, that you believe you have this year? What are some of the questions that you have that you hope to have answered about this team?
2: Well, um, you know, we, we bring our top three arms back. Um, and like I said, two of them being, um, you know, guys who I think you're definitely going to pitch at the next level. And then the third one, uh, Jason Clark pitched a lot of big games for us last year too. I think he's going to have the opportunity to pitch somewhere and probably the next level. And then the fourth one, uh, Dakota Davis, who threw the other day, he really has kind of transformed his body and, and everything here in the last year and a half, and, and has become a guy that uh, and started pitching some big innings maybe the end of last year for us. So we got our top four arms back. And anytime you get your top four, you're feeling pretty good on the mound. So I, I like what we have there, uh, and excited that uh, those guys can go out there. Um, you know, defensively uh, in the infield, uh, I think that we've 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 gotten better, especially because like I, I talked about up the, and up the middle of the field, we we've got uh, the two that you know between Gavin and Chase, who's playing second, who's playing short. Uh, between either one of them, I uh, I think we're strong as we can, uh, uh, very strong up the middle. Uh we lost our center fielder last year, um <clears throat> um uh, Austin Gregory. He was diving for a fly, uh, fly ball in the middle of the year and collided with a, I want to say shortstop or maybe it was no, I think it was a left fielder. They both dove for the ball and that and he actually lacerated his kidney and couldn't play for the rest of the year and was out. So getting him back uh Roman center and then um uh, our catcher returning from last year too throws the ball great. Uh, his name's Ryan Miller, so any any team, if you can be strong up the middle, um, you know what you're you're very excited in between having all those guys uh, through the middle of the field um I, we're, we're excited about uh you know it can hopefully be much more consistently defensively um, you know uh so the uh, offensively. I think that um, adding the, the 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 bats that we have, as far as adding Abrams to the lineup, is really going to help us. We're returning. I got him Kyle Bazer who's our first baseman, who was our three-four hitter last year, who's um, who we expect some big things from, and 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 swings the bat great. So in that top top five or six, we're real, we're real confident, um, with what we've gotten as a lot of guys are turning. Um, you know, you, you still always, we're still trying to find the final, the final pieces, um, for, uh, guys who to kind of fill up that lineup as far as uh, consistency, uh, you know, at third base, uh, when Carver goes to the mound, when, when Tonk goes to the mound, you know, you have openings at second, you have openings in right and do, do these different things. So, uh, we're still we're trying to see who's going to step up there and who's going to fill those holes in the lineup because you know I think I said I think feel real confident going six seven deep but those last two or three spots um, if you're going to make runs at it in, in the, the higher levels uh, we we got to be able to put together better at bats than we even did in that first game and and uh, and have be able to execute more one one things that we haven't done well uh so far in the season is is just we got to clean it up like little things some uh and that's kind of expected early but um um you know base running we had two guys picked off the other day uh didn't didn't get a couple safety squeezes down uh these little things it's hard to get your guys to buy in and say okay we want to be good at this other than just grip and rip it if you know what i mean but um, as you kind of you know, get these better clubs, and you're going to get so you're going to have a guy who's who's shoving up there on the mound, and you better be able to lay some down, execute, uh, read pitchers, get you some bags, and different things like this. And and we're not good enough at that stuff just yet. I think we have the potential to be, but uh, we've still got a long way to go. Uh, so until uh, these guys show me that they're they're going to be able to get those things down, uh, when it comes to those close type ball games, you just don't know how it's going to go. You know
0: coach uh you know the game has changed in terms of technology there's been a lot of advanced metrics introduced and i know you probably don't get into that much in high school but uh what are your thoughts on a lot of the the analytics that have been introduced in the game and do you uh, incorporate any of that into your coaching style at high school level
2: uh well you know the i i, I we've looked at it with some of the stuff and uh you know of course nothing like uh you know probably the MLB teams and and uh and and then uh uh or and I know in football it's a big thing and stuff like this, but uh um you know we try to take for example uh game changer and where the, everybody's kind of and and try to get as much information off of there so when we go into a game, we can position our guys uh as best as possible, you know and uh and even kind of you know so you'll see in there with. The fly balls and ground balls and this and that and blah 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 and and, and what the best way to do things. Um, you know, they, they, you know if they look at the analytics, and from my understanding, a lot of this stuff is, uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm going to rely on my instincts first as a coach um, more than the the analytics, because, uh, but, but you like to kind of have them as that that second number just in case the more. Uh, Let's call it. Uh, you know, just justify what you're thinking. If you sure. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and and so we'll use it in that regard. But in general, I think that you got to know your team first. You got to know what you feel like these guys can do, and then sometimes it's just about a feel. You know. So, um, you know, I think they're they're good to have there to to kind of um, if you're torn on things. But uh, in general, I just think that as far as our, our coaching staff goes. We're going to take it, look at it, but then decide uh, from what we see with our eyes and, and what we're feeling with, uh, with our gut a little bit more, too.
0: You know, technology can be good. It can also be bad. Um, I want to ask you this because I've asked every coach that I've talked to uh, this offseason. What do you think about the Astros' stuff?
2: Well, you know, I think they've definitely taken it too far. Um, you know, sign-stealing is a part of baseball, um, uh, But not for what they did. You know, I mean, you know, people get it, get it second base and, and are taught, uh, hey, look at the catcher signs. If they're going to, if they're going to give them to us, we're going to, we're going to use things there. If the, you know, the coaches relaying signs to the catcher, I know teams will, will get that stuff. Um, and, and if you're doing that in the shape of the game and stuff like this, honestly, it doesn't bother me. In my mind, it feels, I feel like hey, it's our job to, to teach our kids and to put in the right system that uh, uh and if uh, you figure it out we got to be on top of our toes and make make our adjustments.
0: Yeah, well hey man, I'll let you run. I appreciate the okay, time. Let's... This was great stuff. We'll ho- we'll hopefully we'll do it again and we'll see you guys tomorrow, okay?
2: Yes sir. If you need anything just
1: let me know.